With a thousand things on our to-do lists, a lot of us are doing life without any pause, literally forgetting to care for ourselves, feeling overwhelmed and frustrated with the constant buzz of anxiety in our head. I strive to help you, the everyday woman, to stop and to embrace the power of effective self-care in order to reduce overwhelm and anxiety and find nourishment and balance in your everyday life. I'm Sarah Miller, and I'm here to help you stop flying through life and start being the happiest and healthiest version of you, all by caring for yourself like someone worth caring for. Join me for conversations about self-care, wellness, mindfulness, and so much more that will help you find your own self-care lifestyle. I'm Sarah, and you're listening to the Self-Care Lifestyle Podcast. Hello. We are trying the recording and walking thing again, so hopefully this goes well. Um, We will have to see. So, today, I want to talk about asking for support in your self-care. And when I say support, that looks like a lot of different things. It can look like asking your loved ones for support. It can look like hiring out to someone like me. It can also look like making purchases that are supportive of your self-care. There's a million and one ways to cut it, but let's talk about it. So I find often that self-care is an area that people are uncertain about investing in especially beyond a few dollars. So let's um, dive into why that may be the case, as well as how we can start to break this down. When it comes to investing money in your self-care, self-care is always something that has been, oh, well, that's like just for you. There's some mindset stuff around that's selfish, it's a waste of time, it's a waste of money, it's not a necessity, right? At its core, all of those things that are preventing you from investing in your self-care, from asking for support for your self-care, are typically of the mindset that self-care is not a necessity. And here's where that is wrong. (laughs) Self-care is something that is 1,000% a necessity. Because it's about making sure that you feel good. It's about making sure that you can show up in life the way that you need to. It's about showing up in life from a way of rest, um, from prioritizing, hey, if I don't feel good and I keep going like this, I'm going to crash and burn. So self-care is a necessity, y'all. Let's think about the, the brand new mom. A mom with a teeny tiny newborn baby. Um, what do we often say to her? What is the advice 
is often passed along. Oh, nap when the baby's napping. Um, make sure you get at least 15 minutes a day to yourself. Make sure you do whatever it is for her, right? That's self-care. Of course, the way it's delivered is often not ideal, but that's a separate conversation. So, why is it that when we think about somebody who's a new mom, or even better, someone who's grieving, Why is it that we can tell them to practice self-care? Why is self-care a necessity then? Why do they <clears throat> why do they deserve self-care more? Well, they don't. Um, it's that we forget <clears throat> that self-care is not a oh, just in those tough seasons or just in those like on those special occasions where I deserve to feel special. No, you deserve to feel, you deserve to feel nourished and at balance every day. Because when you're doing that, the amount of energy, the amount of focus, the amount of emotional availability that you create for yourself, for your family, for your friends, for whoever. It's incredible. It's powerful. So think of it this way. When you are not filling your cup, when you are not caring for yourself and you're showing up every day, whatever your role may be, whether that's in your full-time job, whether that's as a mom, whether that's as a partner, a spouse, a lover, you are pouring from your cup, right? You're giving time, you're giving energy, you're giving focus. You're giving emotional availability. You're pouring. You're giving. And you're not taking most of the time. What would it look like once you've run through that cup? What does it feel like when you've given everything that you can, you've given every ounce of yourself without ever taking any back for you? Probably not great. It probably looks like you being very stressed out. It probably looks like feeling overwhelmed and anxious and that exhaustion that comes from that overwhelm or even that just comes from the not resting is draining. It's overwhelming. It's all, it's all Interesting. 
So what would it look like if you chose to spend some time filling your cup in between when you're pouring out, when you're giving energy? It would probably look like not emptying your cup to its entirety every week, every day, every time. It wouldn't be running yourself to the point where you have nothing in your cup, where you have no energy, you have no focus, you have nothing left to give. Because when you're practicing it every day, you're taking the time to fill that cup every day. The game changer. Because you're constantly refilling as you're pouring. It's not all out or all in. It's, it's this balance. Um, because frankly, there's no world in which you don't give out energy in some way. Even if you are single and you don't, or sorry, even if you are single or don't work or don't have kids, whatever it may be, there's no world in which you don't give out energy, emotional energy in some way. So that's why self-care is a necessity. That's why it's okay to ask for support with your self-care, to support yourself through self-care, whether that be financially or through asking other people. So let's go through some examples of what support might look like financially um, at a couple different price points, a couple different scales. Um, so of course there is working with me um, in some capacity or another. There is investing in things that support you in making life a little easier. Maybe that's something like HelloFresh. Maybe it's investing in a personal trainer. Maybe it is investing in books or candles or something that makes you feel good and helps you elevate your everyday. There's a lot of little purchases that can go in there, but the big one I want to talk about today is working with me. So one of the options for working with me is boxer coaching, as y'all know. But the other thing is something that is limited time. So the other option is limited time. It is something brand new. Um, So it is a group coaching program that will be running this summer. It is a live program, so that does mean that I don't plan to open it up again this year. So keep that in mind. I'm going to run through more details in the outro, but it's a really great opportunity to gain support from me directly without that one-on-one price tag.
Okay, so that's it on supporting yourself with self-care financially. Um, Ultimately, it's about investing in things that support self-care in the way you need your self-care supported. So the next one is talking through self-care as um, getting, sorry, getting support for your self-care in relation to people, in relation to your relationships. So, of course, top thing on there is your partner, your spouse. How can you ask your partner or spouse for support? I hope, I truly hope that you have a relationship where they are supportive of that, that they are supportive of that need for self-care. Um, and if they're not, I think that's something to talk through um, about why they might not be. So when you go to ask your partner for support with your self-care, what are some ideas? What could that look like? That could look like asking them to take the kids for the day so that you can have some time to yourself. It could be taking them for an hour or even 30 minutes so you can go on a walk. There's a lot of different ways they could support you in that. It could be asking them to make dinner so that you can take a little bit of time and take a nice like evening shower. Those are my favorites. Um, It could be a lot of different things, frankly. It could be asking them to take on a chore that mentally just exhausts you. It could be, again, that delegation. It's sometimes at the get-go, at the start of your journey, before you've really asked your partner for support, you may have to do it a few times. You may have to show them what you need from them by asking for it first versus waiting for them to read your mind and offer to do it. It's going to take time. And honestly, even five years into marriage later, sometimes I still have to ask for what I need. Of course, it's a lot more simple now because we know each other so well and we know how to be like, hey, you got, you got Reese. I need to go like take a shower or sit on the porch for a few minutes or do X, Y, and Z. It is, however, something that is, it takes time to learn each other. It takes time to get to that place where it's automatic for them to offer to take the kids, for them to take on something that they know is not great for your energy. So keep that in mind. Another person could be a parent, a sister, a really close friend. And I would say the asks for that are all fairly similar. Hey, can you take my kids for an hour? Hey, can um, you do this? Um, If you don't have kids, here's another good example. So if you don't have kids with maybe this could be a question of support for your spouse, for a close friend, for your parent, for a, whoever, whoever that you feel 
close to. It doesn't have to be anyone in particular. You could ask for, hey, it is really tough for me to go to the doctor, but I know that it's something that I need to do. Would you mind going to coffee with me in the morning and then maybe taking me to the doctor's office so that I don't have to do it alone? It could be asking for them to respect a boundary of, I need this time alone in my day. I need this time not texting you. I'm not going to respond to your texts immediately, or I'm not going to answer the phone on this day of the week, or whatever it may be. Asking them to respect your boundaries. So those are a couple options. Um, And then... I think the third one, as far as like investing in your, sorry, asking for support is the category of getting help. Um, And I think that this is both a investing in yourself financially, as well as a relationship thing. It's kind of this combo. Um, So that's kind of why I'm talking about it in this, this separate category. So this could be therapy. This could be seeing a psychiatrist. This could be seeing your primary care physician. It could be a number of things. It's about reaching out for help when you need it, when you need a little extra support with that anxiety, with that depression, with your mental health overall. Um, And that is tough to do. Um, it is, it is not the easiest thing asking for professional help. Um, and I think this is a great place to utilize those relationship asks. So for instance, when I first tried to get help with anxiety, I struggled to get myself to go to the doctor, to go talk to somebody, to go figure out, hey, is this like normal, which it wasn't, or not. (laughs) And what ended up happening is my now husband, um, boyfriend at the time, literally walked me to the door of the health and wellness center at our university to make sure that I went to get me in there, to help me feel supported. Um, And it worked. It was good. I knew that he was there. I knew that he was, he went as far as he could, which was to the front door, and then met me when I was done. And that was a game changer. And it allowed me to get the professional support that I needed because I was able to lean on my person. Um, and that person may be different depending on what you're asking for. You maybe want to ask a friend versus a spouse for one thing versus another. Um, so keep that in mind. It can be multiple people. Um, so yeah, I think that's about it on support today, but I just want to remind you that self-care is a necessity. It is not some fun, light, extra thing. It's about taking care of yourself on a cellular cellular level. 
so that you can be the best version of you. So thanks so much for listening and stay tuned for the outro for more on that group coaching program. Hey friend, I'm so glad that you joined me today. Before you click away, I do want to share a limited time opportunity with you. My brand new group coaching program, Cultivate, is open now. Cultivate, a 12-week self-care intensive, kicks off July 1st and runs through late September. In this small group coaching program, I will support you in identifying and implementing self-care that you can actually stick with because overwhelm doesn't go away with a -a once-a-month self-care day. Cultivate features weekly lessons and activities as well as ongoing group support from me and other intensive participants via Slack. It is the best place to gain support from me without the one-on-one price tag. Cultivate is a safe space to build a community as you finesse your individualized self-care toolkit and reduce the exhausting feelings of overwhelm and anxiety. This 12-week live program won't open again this year. If you're interested in learning more about this opportunity, visit theselfcare.life backslash cultivate. Thanks again for tuning in to the Self-Care Lifestyle Podcast. I will talk at you or hopefully with you again soon.